Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, Kyle Nedenrip back here with another edition of our Preps Podcast. I don't know if this is Preps Podcast or Butler Podcast, but I'm joined by... Dogcast. Dogcast with David Woods, a... uh, Esteemed Butler beat writer for the Indy Star, and we have some uh, some breaking news uh, today that Jaden Taylor, the uh, Perry Meridian 2021 guard or wing, uh, has committed to Butler. And, and uh, you know, David, I was a- able to talk to Jaden a little bit before his commitment, and you know, he's a guy who had a, had a pretty early offer from Butler back in May. Uh, kind of went through the summer, had some other you know mid-major offers. Bradley, uh, Jack Owens from Miami of Ohio uh, offered him uh, not too long ago. Uh, but Jaden decided he was ready to to go ahead and make a commitment on basically on Sunday. He told the coaching staff at Butler and then made it official uh, here on Thursday. But uh, it looks on the surface, and I've seen him play some, a pretty good get. He's kind of an under-the-radar type, I guess you could say. Uh, but I know he's the first commitment in this class for Butler, and 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 looks on the surface to be a, a pretty good get early in the early in the game. Well, as you know, Kyle uh, Butler very rarely uh, gets a commitment from a player in Marion County. Uh, in fact, I was going through they they've only had um, they've only had two Indiana All Stars uh, in the, in the in the 2000s um, out of Marion County commit, and that was. Emmanuel's Krishan Hopkins, and then uh, Southport's Joey Brunk. So you know if 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 uh, if uh, Taylor goes on to become a Indiana All Star, he'd be the third. So it, it is you know important not so much you know only for the commitment itself, but I, you know I guess it shows that that you know Butler still is a is is viable and 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 recruiting in in the state and, and locally. It's it's been sort of the to me, as I've written, one of the oddities of college basketball is Butler probably has a higher profile outside Indiana than it does inside, because um, you know their national profile is good, and it seems like in the state uh, the obsession with the Hoosiers and the Boilermakers kind of overrides uh, everything else. So, uh, and it does kind of preserve some recruiting momentum because right now Butler's three-person 2020 class is ranked. Uh, 12th nationally by 247 sports and uh, and uh, 21st by rival. So this, the 2020 class stands to be the highest ranked uh, that Butler's ever had. Now, you know, we've seen the rankings don't always mean anything. And mm-hmm. in this case, Butler's probably hoping the rankings don't mean that much uh, with Taylor, but he's he plays for one of the better coaches in the entire state. And, and I, I think that's probably going to help his development as well absolutely he so a little bit about taylor he's six foot four uh roughly he's uh average 14.5 points four rebounds and two assists as a sophomore and that's for mark james uh he was a first year at, at perry last year he'd previously been at ben davis and franklin central and of course uh, central indiana uh, fans all know who, who mark james is and he's he's known as being able to develop players and known as one of the best coaches in the area. So you would think, and I, I did ask Taylor this, and I don't think I put it in the story, but 
you know, talked about playing for Mark James, and he said, you know, he he was nothing against his previous coaches, but he was really blown away last year uh, how much everybody developed, and he develops players not only for your position, but you're kind of doing everything. Uh, and really, shooting is kind of the top. What they do mostly is shoot. Like, and they're in practices now, open gyms. It's a lot of shooting. And, and Taylor, I think, being a little hard on himself as he he talks about he needs to improve his shooting. Uh, you know, and, and I know you saw his numbers for his G three team uh, in the spring and summer uh, last year. He was uh, fifteen for twenty seven from three. So you know, pretty good shooter it looks like. But he said that's something that you know he needs to get better at, and uh, you know he feels like he's going to. But but you know, so that's you know, anecdotally, it looks pretty good for him. I know he that's something he's got to improve on. But you know, from that perspective, he 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 does look like he's got the potential to be a good shooter. Um, where does, you know, to ask you about kind of where Butler's recruiting stands, and you mentioned their 2020 class, uh, pretty solid so far in, in the rankings, and, you know, it's out-of-state kids, but but guys, they definitely had a, a priority on wanting to get in there. Where does, do you feel like there's some momentum right now for, for Butler in the recruiting uh, game, or what? does such a thing exist? If it does exist, you know, Butler has it, and actually, to, to your point, Kyle, the fact that they've gotten some of these 2020 uh, commitments early has really kind of allowed them, I think, maybe to concentrate quite a bit now on the 2021s. And, you know, all recruiting is is, is relationship building. And um, I think sometimes, you know, Butler fans forget that, you know, Laval Jordan has probably only been on the job like about 27 months. Mm-hmm. So, you know, his first couple of classes, I mean, he's... You know, he's having to build relationships quickly and trying to, you know, bring people in. And it's just, you know, the, in the first class didn't amount to much because, you know, they couldn't get that many people. Now, um, this incoming freshman now, I mean, Caleb Battle is by all accounts a, a really gifted player. I don't know how much he'll he'll play as a freshman because he's got people at his position. And John Michael Malloy... Um, I mean, he did lead Car- Carmel to consecutive state championship games, mm-hmm. uh, and I, you know, I saw Carmel play a little bit, and and they had a nice team, but it wasn't overwhelmingly gifted. And you go back, well, how did they make it to state championship games two years in a row? And really, that seems like to me is because of John Michael Malloy. He's a big part of it, yeah. And um, so that's good. But this this latest class, uh, um, and, and again, they're, they're not, you know, they're not getting top fifty guys and stuff like that. They're having to piece together classes in there. And and uh, this player, uh, Wilmoth especially, is a tall, skinny guy that they think he has a, has a big upside to come in. But, you know, somebody like Taylor, say, he, well, he wants to get better. He wants to improve. Well, just think, I mean, he won't play in a game for Butler for like 26 months mm-hmm. at, the ear- at the earliest. So who knows what he'll be by then. Maybe he'll he'll be what he is now, you know, not that highly taught of a prospect, but maybe he'll, you know, blossom and, and Butler will have to fend off other schools from, from making sure he doesn't, uh, uh, you know, recant his commitment. Actually, Butler has not had uh, much trouble with that. I think it's interesting, too, he's committed before his junior year, mm-hmm. as as Malloy did and as did Kellen Dunham and, and as did uh, Cooper Neese, who didn't stay at Butler, but Butler has really not had any trouble with retaining uh, retaining loyalty from some of these early commitments. Yeah, I remember the Kellen Dunham. I think it was. Uh, I remember that day. It was right before the Fourth of July, and uh, the July recruiting period was about to start. And it was kind of. I remember kind of being shocked because I knew the word 
was that IU was going to track him through July and uh, been talking to him that day when he committed, and it was such a kind of a stunner, you know, on the timing of it right before your junior year. And I did ask Taylor about that, uh, you know, about, you know, do you feel like you'll miss out on anything, Do you, you know, and he said he thought about that, but, but you know, at the same time, I thought it was a, a kind of a responsible answer. He said, you know, hey, if I knew where I wanted to go, you know, why not, you know, why not go ahead and commit now, you know, and, and it's, you know, they, he's right. I mean, if you know that's what you want to do, then, and he's been there several times, he obviously has a good rapport with the coaching staff, and he wanted to, to talk with the players some, and he did that, so... Uh, seemed like a pretty mature uh, response, and and uh, I think he knows what he's what he's doing, and uh, as as much as any sixteen year old can know, and he is only sixteen. Uh, Mark James, you know, I, I talked to him about that a little bit. He said he's not a he's not an older junior by any means. He's younger actually, so he's a guy who you would think you know sometimes you see that where you know guys are a little bit younger, they're going to you know come along later, and not that he hasn't come along, but maybe there's a little bit more of a ceiling to you if you're if you're younger, so. I think a lot of good things, you know, haven't seen him play. He's long, he's athletic, he's, he's, uh, you know, in my opinion, very good uh, with the ball. Uh, you know, he's, he's talked about, uh, I need to be more of a lead, getting a leadership role, and he's, a, he's an only child and, and that sort of thing, so he's a little bit quieter of a kid, but, um, you know, he's got a good personality to him. I think he's got it in him to, to, to be a leadership, you know, type of guy. So, um, you know, who knows? You know, in the recruiting world, you never know exactly what's going to happen. But, but on all, you know, by all appearances, this is a, a kid who's only going to get better. He's going to be coached by a good coach, and, and I think he's in a good situation there at Perry. And this may not even be uh, Butler's last uh, Indiana commitment of the 2021 class, too. I mean, they have offers out to uh, uh, Pierce Thomas of Brownsburg and Luke Good of uh, Homestead and Brooks Barnheiser of Lafayette Jeff. So, you know, that's – and because they're getting these commitments and their 2020 class is almost wrapped up, you know, that allows Butler to maintain and cement uh, these relationships. So, you know, it's, it doesn't do any good to finish second in the recruiting battle. It only matters <laughs> if you if you get it. But, but uh, the fact that they are in, you know, relatively early on, on some of these uh, teenagers, you know, can make a difference. Yeah, and also that you mentioned 2021 – yeah, that's going to be a really good class. In the, yeah, you told me you think yeah. it was one of the, you know, 15 deep or something. It's like, you know, ridiculous, even by Indiana standards. Right, and that may be part of, you know, uh, Jaden's thinking, too. It's like, hey, that option's there for me now. You know, if someone else commits, maybe it's not going to be there down the road. You know, so, so that sometimes happens, too. Being the only the first commit, I mean, I don't think that's the situation here, but... You know, the reality is there's a lot of, there's only so many spots for this 2021 class in the state. So, you know, if you've got an option there, maybe we'll see some of these kids jump on. We saw uh, uh, Kaczynski from uh, South Bend, uh, St. Joe, commit to Notre Dame uh, just about a month ago. So, you know, maybe we'll see that. Maybe we'll see these, this class fill up a little bit quicker than, than most would because there are only so many spots. Yeah, and and we don't seem to talk about like a lot of top 25 guys, just you know, just a lot of, just a lot of really really good players, but, you know, maybe not a uh, Romeo Langford or a Cody Zell or something like that. Although Christian Lander from Evansville writes is probably the, uh, he's top 25, I think, right around that range. And then uh, Caleb First is not too far behind that. I think he's top 30 or 40, somewhere mm-hmm. in there. But yeah, it's deep. It's kind of like uh, 2012 was, where you just had, like, you look around and there's D1 guys all over the state, you know, and that, that was just a really deep, and you know, that had guys at the top, too, like Gary Harris and Yogi Farrell, but uh, just a really, really deep class, and I'll be writing more about that that class uh, here 
this year along with other other things as well but uh will be a really good class where do you think what is butler you know as you assess kind of the recruiting now what are they kind of looking for you know what what's maybe you know on the radar for them is there a position of need is there a, um, anything out there that they're really looking for well they, they needed they, they had to bring in uh uh, uh tate and and uh, harris because they're uh it's don't have enough guards i mean this their their team coming up this season has uh, Kamar Baldwin and Aaron Thompson, and no other guards. So no, like one of those guys has to be on the floor at all times, or they don't have anybody to run offense through. So that's why they brought in essentially uh, 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 two guards in Miles Tate and Chuck Harris. And uh, it sounds like Taylor maybe I don't know if he's a potentially a combo guard, but you, mm-hmm. know, you have to have somebody. To initiate offense and, and play through and and uh, and they have their, their the program is pretty stacked with wings and forwards right now so they you know they, Butler can never have enough no one ever has enough shooting and uh, if uh, Taylor's already a pretty good athlete and this young guy I mean it'd just be interesting to see you know where he is 26 27 months from now yeah it's a long way away for a for a guy who's got two yeah you're ha- you're having to you know <laughs> count you know the the staffs are counting that. You know, we're evaluating people properly, and they, you know, they, you know, it, not that doesn't at other schools, but I think you know, character and citizenship matter a lot at Butler, and 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 frankly, some some kids, you know, shouldn't go to Butler because they they just really would would not fit into that culture. Right. Uh, for you, kind of what's as we wrap up here a little bit, what's what's kind of up for Butler next as far as not recruiting wise, but just you know season wise, and and what do you what's your take on how things look for Butler going into this year? Well, you know, th- this is a pivotal year uh, for Laval. Um, you know, having missed the NCAA tournament last year, I- I've long maintained that Butler perhaps has the most spoiled fan base in America, <laughs> but they've done so much with so little for so long, people just expect it. And I look around, you know, I'm a I'm an Illinois graduate. You know, Illinois hasn't, you know, seen the NCAA tournament in several years. Indiana's got more resources than you know, then Butler could probably muster over a decade, and you know, Butler always goes to the NCAA tournament. Now, you fans wonder if they're going to get in or not. So, uh, but it's still a key year for for, for Laval, and and um, they they I think they had an upgrade actually in, in the post with uh, with with transfers mm-hmm. with uh, Derek Smiths and Bryce Enzi, and and I, I think those guys are really going to be important to how they do, and then also how much uh, Jordan Tucker improves. I mean. Butler really needs to make the NCAA tournament this year, but most preseason projections have them uh, eighth or ninth in the Big East, and 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 I, you know, I can kind of see why that would be based on their tied for last place in the league last year. But they uh, they definitely need need to do better than that. But but their their non-league schedule of seven uh, high majors uh, that's that's a really difficult schedule. So Butler may know where things stand even before the Big East season even starts. Well, it's almost that time. We're into September, and uh, right around the corner is college basketball season. But, you know, just wrapping up here, uh, Perry Meridian's Jaden Taylor commits. He's a 2021 guard, six foot four, and uh, the first recruit in Butler's uh, 2021 class. So, uh, like you said, Woodsy, uh, kind of a, a rare, uh, you know, in-state recruit. They haven't got a lot of those here here lately. So that's certainly a, not in Marion County, right? That's a that's a that's a good one for him. So. 
We'll wrap it up here, whatever we're calling this podcast, the uh, the crossover uh, podcast, uh, Dog Talk and the Preps podcast. But, again, Jaden Taylor uh, headed to Butler in uh, in a couple of years, a guard from Perry Meridian. So uh, that news out on Thursday, and uh, we'll join you next time.